Sometimes you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain Yeah, you gotta write a new love song To get the old ones out your brain And I think I got one Yeah, and I think I got one Yeah, yeah, I got one And I think I got one uh, uh, uh. How's it going? Welcome Into the Woods podcast I'm your host, Ryan Woods Welcome, how are you? Monday, February 26th Leap year we have an extra day in February. Isn't that awesome? I don't know what the significance of a leap year is. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm sure it was thrown in there by somebody long ago, and we've just decided, yeah, sometimes February has an extra day. I'm sure there's a real reason for there to be a leap year, but... I, I don't know what it is. I don't know why we're all just like, oh yeah, February's... Got 29 days this year. Why? Why is that? I don't really care. But I just don't know how every every four years. <laughs> every four years. Who cares, you know? Who really gives a shit? What's going on? How are you guys? How are you doing? No, I'm going I'm doing good, Ryan. Thanks. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. You know. I'm actually not doing too well, because I'm sitting here drinking an Alani New Breezeberry, and I gotta be honest, when, do you think the energy drink boom, which I'm contributing to, I'm well aware, do you think the energy drink boom of the mid-2000s to the mid-2020s will end when they run out of ways to say blueberry or cherry? They just rename it like, here's cherry slush, here's Breezeberry, which is literally just well, from what I can assume, is blueberry, if you can't tell. So, do you think that's when it'll end, or will they just make up more flavors? And will they stop lying about what's in here? Biotin, B6, and B12. Yeah, fucking right, dude. Yeah, fucking right. Mm-mm-mm. But, you know, I drink it because I need that 200 milligram hit of caffeine. Because I got to go to the gym and pretend I'm in good shape for 30 to 45 minutes. And then do cardio for 30 minutes. You know, doing cardio for 30 minutes is like... It's got to be just the dumbest thing I could do. I mean... I don't know. I feel like I could be using that time more wisely, but... Whatever, dude. What's going on with you guys, huh? I've I've been eating like shit, too. I've been having a bad diet a couple weeks. I've been having a bad diet start to the end of the month here in February. I was pretty good in January. Then it fell apart in February because I got to tell you something. Eating so bad feels so good. Not afterwards. And I don't like the people that tell me, oh man, I love eating a salad. Like you ever meet somebody that's like, "Mm, no, I love eating a salad. No, you don't. You like how you feel after you're done eating the salad. I don't like how I feel when I'm eating Taco Bell. I don't like how it feels after, but during, I'm like, oh, this is, this is the life. It's like doing cocaine 
or like doing meth, something I've never done, not a drug guy. But I think eating fried food or eating bad food is like doing a hard drug because I just want more of it. And once that high wears off, I need more. I've never met anybody that's eating a salad and like, mmm, leafy greens. No, they're always afterwards, they're on a high. They're like, oh yeah, I don't feel full, bloated, like shit. But me, when I'm eating, when I'm sitting at a Mexican restaurant and they bring out that chicken covered in, and with the pork and covered in sauce and then they're like, mmm, here's some tortillas and here's some fried beans. Mmm, doesn't it look so good? I'm like, yeah, it does. And then I'm just like, num, 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 num. And then I feel bad about myself after. But during, I felt so good. So I need to lay off the fried food if you can't tell. I got to just take a breather. I got to figure out how to be smarter. Dana was out last week. She was out of town. Again, just want to reiterate to the fellas out there. We all know a guy that's like, oh, dude, your, your wife is out of town. That's got to be so awesome. And it is. It is awesome for the first 12 hours. And then it like sets in that you're bored and lonely. And you have no one there to just bounce stupid ideas off of. You know? So it gets boring and you get lonely. So I don't know how people do it. But anyway, she was out. So I ate pretty bad. Had Chipotle. I was in the Chipotle line and I said, make up to $200,000 a year as a manager. And I was just looking in the window and I'm staring at all the people, all the little Oompa Loompas running around at the Chipotle. And I'm just looking at them like, could I, could I quit everything and be, and run a Chipotle? Could I run a Chipotle like it's the U.S. military? I think I could. But then again, would I want that? Would I want to do that? No. No, I wouldn't want to do that. So, but if you want to make $200,000, apparently you can work at a Chipotle and, and be the manager of a Chipotle. Mainly because they keep raising their prices. And I think the sad reality of economics or just living in America is whenever somebody says there's a price increase or a price goes up, say, for example, Chipotle... Um, that price is never coming down. There's never going to be a price decrease. You ever notice that about things? Things are always just getting more expensive. I know people will say it's political. I'm just going to say it's greed. Okay? I'm just going to say it's greed. I don't know what political party makes the Chipotle bowl prices go up or whatever. But dude, I'm paying $17 for chips, queso, and a bowl at Chipotle. And I'm like, you know what? That's pretty reasonable. That's how... I, I just am... I'm, forced into submission that prices are always going to go up like my my grandpa's in his 80s and he bought a car for like four thousand dollars maybe even less than that what was the price of like an oldsmobile in 1960 oh let's get it on that what was the price price of oldsmobile cutlass average price 29 grand. That's the average price right now. What we do new. 
Oh, geez, these are just selling me. Oh, I'm going to have so many ads for used cars. New sticker. I don't know how to, like, what do I What do I even look up? I don't know, dude. Jesus. I, okay, whatever. Oldsmobile Cutlass facts here. Let's see what it says. Uh, window sticker. That didn't give me shit. What does this one say? Doesn't give me shit. Oh, Christ. Oh, jeez. This is why... Imagine if I had a producer that I could just bully a little fucking nerd. Because that's how it is, man. That's how po- that's how podcasts go. That's how podcasts go. Podcasts have a guy like me, dumb, probably a little overweight, or, you know, in the middle of, of having just enough body fat on him, but also just enough muscle that you're like, oh, what's his deal? And then they always have some nerdy producer that the camera will cut away to when he's like, hey, look this up for me. And it just cuts away and it's some dork wearing headphones. And he's like, looks like he's doing shit when it's just two guys talking about like, if you had to jack off an alien, if aliens came back to Earth and they were here to, and you had to jack one off, but it had four dicks and you had to choose, this is literally the Joe Rogan podcast, and if you were wrong, the world would be vaporized. Would you do it? Would you jerk off one dick? Would you jerk off two dicks and suck another? Taking a, Making it a 25% chance to a 75% chance? And then like the other guy on the other side who's talking to Joe Rogan just puffs on a, on a joint, of course, so fucking cool, and just goes, I would suck all the dicks. <laughs> and then Joe just, it turns back to Joe and he's like holy fuck Jamie did you hear this this guy's gonna suck all the dicks oh that's awesome oh that shouldn't have been as funny. that shouldn't have been as funny as it was but of course it was because I'm fucking stupid um and, and dick jokes always are funny, you know? If I say I have a small dick, I'm going to at least get 50% of the population to laugh. That's the funny part about having a, about being a guy. If you never know how to get out of a situation as a guy, just start joking about your small little dick, and everyone will be like, oh, my God, he's got a small little dick. Ah. But he's confident about it, so maybe he has a big one. That's not me. You know how ladies would say, like, if he talks about how small his dick is, it's probably huge. That's just not true. That's just not true. I, I I do not have what you think I have. Because I'm joking about it. I'm joking about it because I'm insecure. Huh. Nothing ruined my perception of my own body. Like, watching wrestling didn't ruin my perception of my body. You know, knowing that they were probably on steroids and I would just start doing push-ups at 13 years old in my parents, you know, my parents' house. That didn't ruin my perception. What ruined my perception was internet porn. Because I would turn that shit on. And I, I know. I know. And, I, and you would get a guy. You know, you'd be watching a video. I'm like 13, 14 years old. And you'd be watching a video. And like this guy would just drop out a forearm out of the front of his pants. And I'd be like, what the hell? And I'd be looking down at my thing like, 
and looking back at him, then I'm looking at mine, then I'm looking back at him, and I'm like, where's he going to put all that? And then I was just watching in awe. I wasn't even turned on anymore. I was like, you know, this is probably too much information. But I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God, how does he even have that? How does he live his daily life with that? Don't people notice that? I'm just like a straight board down the front of my body. You wouldn't even know. Christ. That's why I remember people in my high school got in trouble for sending uh, for sending nudes back in the day. A big thing. Just a big thing, obviously. It's child porn, looking back. So they would send... Uh, they would send nudes. You know how kids get. Camera phones. The advent of camera phones tied with horny kids. I mean, it was bound to happen, right? It's not, it's not a great thing, but it was bound to happen. And so... Speed fast forward, and these kids are getting called in the office, and apparently, apparently, you know, some guys were sending pictures of their wieners, and my mom and dad, everyone got a phone call, my mom and dad called me downstairs, and they're like scolding me. My parents had such a funny way with punishment that they would just invite me downstairs, start screaming at me before they even knew I did or didn't do anything. They would just start screaming. Or like being really stern, you know? There was no good cop, bad cop with my parents. It was just two bad cops. It was fucked. So <laughs> I show up. I'm downstairs. My dad's like, you sending pictures of your dick? My mom's like, you better not be sending pictures of your dick. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then they're, they're like, are you sending pictures of your dick? They like start to calm down somehow. And I'm like, no, I'm not sending pictures of my dick. They're like, let us see your camera roll. Let us see your photos. And then they would take my phone. They're like, take, take me to the photos because they couldn't find it because they weren't very technologically advanced. So I'd go to my photos and it would just be like sports. Oh, that's probably such a bummer for my dad. And so, you know, you get through and he's like, all right, no dick pics in here. Did you delete them? And I'm like, no, I didn't delete them. I didn't even take any. He's like, all right, you better not. And then I thought about it years later. I remember thinking like, no, I would never take a dick pic because I was so insecure. Because I would go to school and, the, and then I'd be like, dude, I saw something on the internet. These guys have humongous dicks. I don't have that. So I would just be like, maybe someday I'll grow into mine. You know, it'll, it'll grow in. But little did I know, I have an innie. I have a fucking innie, dude. It's embarrassing. Oh, man. Well, that was a lot of dick talk for one day. What else should we talk about, dude? Should we talk about how... Everybody was watching uh, SNL this weekend because of Shane Gillis. And you knew everybody was watching SNL this weekend because they couldn't wait to tell you that they were watching SNL for the first time in so long. They were like, hey, look at me. I'm watching SNL, a show that's on every week. You can watch it whenever, just no matter who's on. Shane Gillis is funny. People know that. But like the way people grandstand for SNL when they're like, I haven't watched SNL in 20 years, but because Shane Gillis is there, I'm going to watch. And he's going to say the R word and talk about Down Syndrome. Okay. He talks about that in his own comedy. You can just watch that too. It's not like he's sticking it to the man by saying those words on, you know, network television. Is your life any different today? Like, it doesn't matter. You can literally watch his Netflix special where he talks about the same stuff. Isn't that crazy? 
I mean, I thought it was funny, but I think people are weird. People love to be... People love to be noticed, man. That's a problem. As he says while he's doing a podcast. I think the internet has made people believe that they have some importance in the world. And it's definitely like, oh, my opinion matters. I haven't watched SNL in 20 years, but tonight, because Shane Gillis is back after being canceled, yeah, I'm going to watch and stick it to him and up SNL's ratings. That'll show him. They don't give a fuck, man. It don't fucking matter, you know? I hate to be the one to break that to you, but it don't fucking matter whether you watch SNL or not. You could always just watch it on YouTube. I mean, they post all the shit to YouTube. By the way, follow Into the Woods podcast on YouTube as I yawn as I'm drinking the Solani New. Guess it's not as fucking potent as I thought it was, huh? But yeah, Shane Gillis was good on SNL. I think they're funny. I think Keenan's funny. I think Colin Joseph's funny. There's that one little, one little, I don't remember her name now. She has brown hair, brown haired girl. She's funny. I don't know the people, okay? I'm not up on my network television. I hate when people quote a You know, this is another thing. I hate when people quote a movie at you. When they're like, they say a quote like, doob-dob-doob-dob. And they stare at you like, you know what that movie's from? You know what movie that's from? You know who said that in that movie? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen that movie. Like, you haven't seen, you haven't seen that movie? And I'm like, no, no, I haven't seen the fucking movie, Okay. Sue me. Please. Please. <sighs> so fucking annoying. But maybe it's my own insecurity. Again, my own insecurity. Is this podcast just a reflection on my own insecurity? Are we just taking a deep dive into my own insecurities? The answer is yes. I think that that has just become a very obvious thing. So anyways, we went to the car show this weekend. Uh, went with my parents, my mom, my dad. Dana was there, and we were looking at cars, and all it really did was, all going to the car show does for me is reminds me that I don't have enough money to afford a new car, at least a nice new car. It just reminds me that I'm poor, and that the car show is for poor people like me to go and dream, you know what I mean? The car show is just what Zillow is, but in real life. Like Zillow, I can go on there, I can look up a city and be like, how's the real estate market in San Diego? Maybe I'll move there. Mm, $500,000 for 1,000 square feet. That sounds like a great deal. Then you start envisioning, you're looking around like, oh, it's near a coffee shop. Hmm, I would love to try that smoothie place that probably makes all their stuff with kale and purple carrots and shit. And then you just turn, you just close your app on your phone. Same thing with the car show. You go there, you sit in a nice little Lexus. You're like, hmm, this one's nice. It's a little F-Sport. Oh, F-Sport. Got the badge. Hmm, speakers in the ceiling. This is nice. This is nice. Oh, cooling seats, too. Hmm, how much does this thing cost? 150 grand? Hmm. Maybe someday, and then I just move on. That's the car show for poor people. It's literally the Zillow for poor people. Zillow is also for poor people who want to believe. You know, you ever go on vacation somewhere, and you start doing the Zillow around where you're staying? You're like, could I live here? That's the funniest shit. People go on vacation. And why is vacation so awesome? Why do you believe you can live where you're vacationing? Because you have none of the responsibilities you have back home. You didn't bring your job on vacation. You don't have to take your kids to soccer practice on vacation. You don't have any of the same nagging family members 
on vacation unless you're one of those weird families that goes like 25 deep on vacation. That's messed up. Not sure how that's a vacation. Nonetheless, that's why people think they can live there because they didn't bring anything with them. They brought all they left all their stress behind and now they're like I can actually live. I can actually live here? No, you can't live here. But then they go on Zillow and they just Hey, maybe we can live somewhere like this. But anyways, um, yeah, not even sure what I was talking about, to be honest with you. So that's cool. That's awesome. How many minutes have I done? 20? Oh, what do you guys got planned for the week? Oh, he's going to start March. Guys getting excited. I watched NASCAR again. A lot of people reached out about NASCAR. A lot of people reached out. More people than you think. They were reaching out about NASCAR. They were talking about how, Ryan, NASCAR is good. And I think NASCAR is good. Great photo finish this weekend. And I think a lot of people use this photo finish to somehow dunk on F1 fans and say, this could never happen in an F1 race. You're correct. Because the F1 race would have been done three and a half hours sooner. It that was a four-hour race. There's so many cautions. There's so many stoppages. And I understand, you know, not every race is like that. But like NASCAR, we got to go faster. We got to find, literally, no pun intended. We got to figure it out. I love watching cars go fast. I'm a red-blooded American male, whatever. I just want to see the cars go around. Enough of the wrecking. Can we fix the wrecking? We have to make the cars weaker. So they stop using them like battering rams. That's my opinion. Take it or leave it. Um, they'll probably leave it. Why would they care what I think? They're doing just fine without me. But imagine if they imagine if they had me on board, huh? Imagine. Imagine if they had me on board. I could be a good ambassador for NASCAR. I'd even de- I'd develop a a fucking uh accent, a little hitch in my voice. I don't know what the hell going on down there, but they need to I'm going to think he's going to need to shoot the gap, get in the draft, pull left, pull right, and maybe do a little switcheroo on him. The switch back on his ass. God bless. But yeah, I washed my car yesterday. That's how I ended my week, man. It's a great start to the week. I think a lot of people need to learn that you can care about your things. My car is old, but I like to give it a wash every once in a while. I like to keep it clean. It's okay to care about your shit. I think that's what I'm trying to teach people in life. It's okay. To, it's cool to care. That's what I've always said. But, uh, yeah, I don't have any, uh, I don't have anything else, I don't think. Anything else come up that I'm going to forget? I'm going to be driving to the gym, no big deal. And, uh, I'm going to remember that I wanted to talk about something, but I'm not going to remember what it was until I'm driving to the gym, and then I'm not going to talk about it forever. So that's awesome. But whatever. I think this is a good show. I think so. A little quick 20-minute hitter, 23 minutes for your for your Tuesday or your Wednesday. Yeah, but I think that'll be the show. You know, we got a lot going on. Uh, been pretty busy, not going to lie. Wedding planning, you know how it's going. But baseball is coming up. I got my opening day tickets. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for opening day. You know what I mean? Baseball coming back. There's no sport like baseball where you could just go to a game, grab an overpriced beer, or seltzer, because Lord knows there's 15,000 of those. 
sit at a game, have a conversation, probably argue with your wife if she wants to go. You know, it's a good conversational sport. Then sometimes the ladies will be like, mm, I'm bored. Oh, mm, I'm bored. What do you want to do? You want to leave? Should we leave? Should we get dinner before? Should we get dinner after? How, when are we going to get dinner? Oh, is it just me, fellas? Oh, jeez. Well, talk to you guys soon. Love you guys. Be good. Follow me in the links below. Talk to you next week. See ya. To a quiet old man full of white hair Thought we had it all planned out in a hijack But even then, everything was a fight, yeah Peas and carrots, what we inherit I see the merit in the squeeze of parents No need to sugarcoat it I see the need for being married But who would condone it? When your dreams are being buried And it seems you've been disowned I say hold on to the little piece of you That's still upon you Look twice and where's it gone to? Think twice, but what are you gonna do? If this is the type of life you want to Just let it on you I say, hey.